So I have been teaching reading to a few of my first grade students in a small group. And I was getting observed this week by my principal. So I go to tell my students that the next day we would have a special guest visiting and I was going to tell them it was the principal. And before I could even say who it was, they all start freaking out and they're like, is it Harry Styles? And they start like freaking out. One of them was like screaming. They're like, oh my gosh, he's coming. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm going to say, I don't think he wants to come to first grade reading group, but like, maybe, I mean, we could invite him. Um, I had to break the news to them that he is filming a movie right now and could not make it to reading class. And they were pretty bummed out by that. So clearly they really know me very well. He'd totally be down. Let's be real. I feel like if he knew that like Harry Styles was a staple of our classroom, like he would totally like reach out or come or something. Like our whole motto is treat people with kindness. And I really use him as an example of breaking down like gender stereotypes Mm -hmm. and I think he would honestly totally love it, but I don't think there's any way he'll ever find out that I'm doing this. Like, I don't think that I would go viral enough for him to find out. (laughs) So if there are any Harry Styles stands out there that want to help me, you know, get my classroom recognized or have some connection to Harry, let me know because my students would literally die. Mm -hmm. Um. One of them, he came to school one day with painted nails and I told him that Harry Styles sometimes paints his nails and wears dresses and stuff. And this kid was just over the moon excited. So Harry, if you want to come visit and tell people that they should always be themselves and remind my first graders of this, please let a girl know. (laughs) Um, so that brings us to today's topic. So we're going to talk a little bit about like gender stereotypes and how we love when men break those stereotypes, even though they get so much hate for it and why we continue to support them. So the first person that has been on my mind lately in regards to this is Luke Hemmings from five seconds of summer. Um, yesterday I was on Twitter And I saw a bunch of people trending like hashtag Lucas loved and they were saying that somebody was body shaming him, which I didn't see like the original like hate towards him, like maybe got taken down or something, but it was something about how he likes to wear like tight leather pants on stage and people were like shaming him for that. Yeah. Which it's not the first time I've seen him like get hate for what he's wearing, but it genuinely hurts my heart not just as a fan but just as a human being because I have never understood why people like care what other people do like I think if something that someone is doing is not hurting you and is not hurting anyone else why do you care if they're doing it I think that could be said about a lot of things but especially like fashion and stuff like that I'm like what do you care? Like, why are you so bothered if Luke wants to wear shiny pants on stage? Like who cares? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, it's, it's kind of sad 
that we even have to praise men for breaking these gender stereotypes that like as a society it's like like we shouldn't even have to like it should just be accepted yeah it's like all of these men are so brave which they are they are brave to be doing this definitely they shouldn't have to be brave like they should be able to just do whatever they want yeah and I mean breaking breaking these gender stereotypes doesn't even come down to just fashion wearing it also comes down to like just breaking toxic masculinity and everything yeah and I feel like five sauce has always been good examples of breaking that especially I would say coming into like the young blood era and then calm um not just with their fashion choices but just maybe they were doing this before too like they're always like hugging each other like saying they love each other um yeah Last year on Michael, Mom Michael's birthday, Callum posted this picture, like kissing him on the cheek. Like, it's it's sweet. Like, it's it's just like normal because like girls do that stuff all the time. If yeah. I post a picture like kissing my girlfriend's cheek, like you know, platonic friend, yeah, nobody cares. But if two guys are doing it, they assume it's like as a joke, or they assume it's like wrong or something, which is just so dumb like just tell your friends you love them show them love everyone needs love calm down yeah they've been they've been really good for as long as I can remember being like showing physical affection between friends and like normalizing it yeah and like that doesn't mean you need to be all over your friends like yeah I'm not always the biggest hugger and like that's not something you have to do to show friendship but if it's something you want to do like do it you know like just think of like how many people like purposely don't because they're afraid of like getting made fun of to do that and also and also it's not they're not even just like you said earlier they're not even just like physically like platonically affectionate they're also verbally and like that's another thing that's important because I mean I feel like a lot of times people think affection is just physical but words are also affectionate and you can be verbally affectionate to friends too yeah like they always bully each other like Luke especially but like it's in like a friendly way like that's how I interact with my friends I'm always yeah bully each other like it's it's playful it's not mean only you can bully your friend exactly but it's coming from a place of love (laughs) you're so right though in saying like they always make sure they know that each other loves each other like especially like Ash and we'll just write like really long like things about each other and they praise each other like there was something I read over the summer when Ashton was doing his solo album and he was talking Mm -hmm. about Luke and he was like Luke is so brilliant like he's one of the best singers male singers in the pop industry right now like it was just so sweet to read like he just had so many nice things to say about his like bandmates and it was it's nice because you don't you don't always hear that and I think also they could be very competitive with each other and I don't see that no yeah and it's it's a good example but yeah coming to my notes on them <laughs> this is this is 
me versus Casey, Casey will come into these meetings and she has a million and one things to do. Not that I don't, but like I'm settled in a job, whereas Casey's like finishing school right now. And she shows up with these like color coded notes. And I'm like sitting here in like a giant hoodie. And I started this meeting by saying, I don't want to sit at my desk today because I'm too lazy. So (laughs) that's us. Anyways, (laughs) Yes. So most of my notes are on five sauce because I just, I only just started taking the notes a couple minutes ago before we started this. And it's always where our brains go first because that's where where our hearts lie. But so, I mean, obviously if you're fans of five sauce, you obviously know this, but they've been painting their nails for a while. They've been wearing makeup and glitter for a while. Then it started around the young blood era which um, I found an article from 2018 that Ashton was talking about, like, why they wear makeup. Um, And it was around the time of the Meet You There tour. And Ashton said, and I quote, we wear glitter a lot. It empowers the characters we portray on stage. It represents a softness and is a powerful addition to confidence. And it feels like an extension of expression. Literally, like, as a side note, I can't stand when people have gross nails. Like, uh, people of any gender identity or expression, I can't stand if you have just nasty nails. Maybe that's just me being a snob, but that's, like, a big, I would say, turnoff for me if you have, like, just gross nails that you clearly don't take care of. So if a guy wants to, like, take care of their hands and paint their nails and make them look nice, like first of all a thousand percent for it but also like I like what he was saying about like confidence because I personally feel like the most attractive thing you can be is confident and if you no matter what you're wearing no matter what you're doing if you go out there and you're like this is me this is who I am this is what I'm wearing and I know I look good doing it like I'm going to be attracted to you in some way whereas like if you're just putting on some fake persona because you think that's what people want to see. Like that's boring and unattractive to me. Yeah. But I, when I was reading that article, I had a thought and I was like, um, I do like that this started around the young blood era. Cause I think it really matches like who they've become personally and musically like the glitter, the, the glitter rock, the glam rock aesthetic kind of thing that really is, Youngblood and even a little bit in Calm, I think like it just really matches who they are now. Yeah, it definitely fit with like their rebranding per se. Maybe not rebranding is the word, but growing up. Yeah, they they grew up as humans, but also as artists. And they took like a little bit of time between Sounds Good, Feels Good and Youngblood to kind of like you know, decide who they wanted to be and how they wanted to present themselves. And I think the meanings on that album and like the themes that they are singing about really do fit the change in how they're presenting themselves too. Yeah. And I also found, this was from a Tumblr post that was talking about it, but it was like a five sauce daily update thing. So I don't know where exactly they got their information from, but it was talking about um, the Valentine music video. And it was like 
talking about like Ashton talking about it because he co-directed it. Um, and he said like the video captures the androgyny and feminine element of the way Luke performs the song live. It's not just Luke breaking gender norms either in the video because Michael and Callum are also wearing eyeliner and gold body paint in the video. Yeah, definitely a good look for them, honestly. It's just like fun. Like glitter is just fun. I loved glitter as a kid to the point (laughs) (laughs) I literally knew that Casey was going to start laughing. So this is like totally side note has really nothing to do with gender stereotypes. But when we were kids, we would dance in the Nutcracker every year. And when you got to be an angel, like that was one of the parts you were allowed to wear like glitter on your face, like gold glitter. And one year I put on so much, I made a mess of it backstage. Like I was trying to open one of my containers and it got all over backstage. So the following year and all of the years afterwards, no one was allowed to wear glitter in the show because of my glitter explosion. But we also used to joke about like making a glitter bomb for her. I, I love glitter. So if a man wants to put glitter on, I like a thousand percent will find them more attractive. Yeah. It's fun. It's just fun. I'm currently wearing glitter eyeshadow right now and I'm sitting in my apartment with my cat. Like just wear glitter. It's so fun. Like I'm so here for it. And it really, it looks good on stage too. You know, yeah. like with the lighting, it really makes you like stand out. And I think you know, it's great for Luke. I talk about Luke a lot because one, I guess if we want to use Stan terminology, I'm in Luke's lane, <laughs> but also, <laughs> um, also like, cause he was on my mind like this week with all that stuff going on. Um, I think cause he's so introverted in like interviews and people always say he's more of like, he's quiet until you really know him. Like fans that have met him say the same thing. Like he's just really quiet, like down to earth kind. Um, But when he goes on stage, he's has fantastic stage presence. He's the lead singer and he's just rocks it. And so the fact that he's also wearing glitter, like it draws more attention to him Mm -hmm. and it helps him like glow even more on stage. I remember um, going to the meet you there tour was sophomore year of college um and I just remember like leaving it and being Luke looked so comfortable up there like I had never seen him like jump he looked so loose and like just like free and confident and comfortable and I was like I have I out of all the concerts I've been to for them this is the most like comfortable I have ever seen him on stage before exactly like he's comfortable and confident in his shiny billowing shirts and tight pants and he wears like boots with heels on them there's one interview where he's talking about like his favorite things and he says he has these boots that they're technically like women's shoes but he had them custom ordered in a bigger size because he's also like super tall so he's not gonna fit in the the biggest like women's size. So he had them made, but they look, first of all, I don't even think they look like quote women's boots. I think they just look like boots. Like yeah. they have like stars. They're like black boots with like stars on them. I think they just look like cool boots. I'm like, anybody could wear those, but so he wears them and they have a little like heel on it. Like it just looks cool. Like, yeah. I mean, they didn't invent glam rock, but definitely like they're 
they're bringing it back. They're bringing it back and they're killing it. And they do not get enough credit for that at all. No. I mean, they're also not the only people doing it, but they're also just going to be the people we know the most. So that's why we're talking about them. But <laughs> but people kind of see them as like, oh, they used to be pop punk and then they started doing more pop stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'm yeah. like, but look at all these. First of all, none of that is bad, but like, no. look at all these amazing things they're actually doing. Yeah. Um, something else definitely relating to this is Ashton solo work over the summer. So mm-hmm. For those of you that maybe are not as familiar with Five Sauce or you didn't know this, so during like COVID quarantine last summer, Ashton, who's the drummer of the band, decided to release a solo album where he's singing. Um, There was not a band breakup. Uh, It was just like he was, you know, at home, wanted to do a creative project. He took the opportunity to, you know, showcase just himself because especially as you know the drummer of the band you're not the focal point of all performances so he wanted to do like a solo album and it's called super bloom it's incredible like I'm not even just saying that because I love him as a person it is a really unique album and it's really well put together especially considering he like made it like at his house you know Mm -hmm. but the lead single on it is called skinny skinny And it's about like toxic masculinity and struggling with body image and that experience as a man. And that is such an important narrative. Like it, cause you, you hear about it from girls. We don't hear about it as enough from girls as we should, but it's so underrepresented for men to be talking about like body image issues and in the music video. So not only does he dance, which as a dance teacher that like makes me so happy and I wrote a whole thing about it and that's the article that he actually like read and tweeted um that's my claim to fame I guess um (laughs) but not only is that important for breaking gender stereotypes like dancing but he's shirtless in the video and he's wearing like low-rise jeans and he he's definitely like in shape like he's not like unhealthy or anything but he doesn't look like the kind of guy that you would see shirtless in the music video that's yeah, just yeah. he just looks like a human being he doesn't he's not you know Zach Efron in some rom-com I'm like drawing a blank but you know what I'm talking about like he he's, he's not like, he looks like Ashton and he's like, not his 20 year old body either yeah and he's not as young as he used to be but he like he does, like from my personal opinion, like he looks fantastic, yeah. but he doesn't look like what you might see on like a men's fitness magazine or whatever. He doesn't look like somebody that would be, you know, dancing shirtless in low rise jeans in a music video, singing about body image issues. But he decided to put himself out there in that way um, to show like, you know, you can love yourself in whatever form you're in. And that in itself is so important. And like it's deep and it's real and I I think that's such a good role model for for everyone but especially young men Mm -hmm. so I'm here for it um and I love that he has a younger brother who um he's really close with and I love that his younger brother like has him as a role model because I think he's a great role model 
I always forget he has a younger brother. I always remember about Lauren, but yeah, he's he talks about them in on the album. He says like sister Lauren, brother Harry. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Yeah. He was really involved with them, like raising them because they're yeah. significantly younger. Um, but yeah, he like wants to be a good role model for them, and it it warms my heart. <laughs> yeah. We don't give that I, man enough love. I genuinely want to just like have a conversation with Ashton like I just want to hear what he has to say about like everything because I feel like he just has this like I wouldn't say wisdom but like with this this wisdom I get like I don't know what other words very like zen to me like he's yeah but he he wasn't always that way you know like he's been open about his like alcoholism and other mental health struggles like he's come to this place of like he's working to be enlightened and so I would love to like pick his brain or just like hear his opinion on like something really stupid and insignificant because I just think he's funny I just think that you could have such good deep conversations with him I love him so (laughs) yeah so we we love the boys that aren't afraid to be themselves um, I mentioned Harry Styles briefly earlier. Um, definitely another example. I mean, he was the first man to appear on the cover of Vogue magazine by himself, which that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of surprised that it was 2020 and there had never been a solo male cover star, but yeah. you know, I guess better late than never. Um, and he's wearing a gown, like he's wearing a powder blue gown and he in the article he talks about how fashion should just be fun and you should just get to like play with clothes and have a good time and it shouldn't matter like what your gender identity or expression is like you should just wear whatever you want and I think that's also like a really positive example for kids for everybody but like you know as a teacher I I do use him as an example of that because I want people to grow up seeing representation of that like oh like Harry Styles does it it's cool and Harry does it and he's one of the most like successful men in the world like I can do it too and that's why it's important to have representation like that and it's not just like his Vogue cover obviously but like just the general way he dresses like performing and just he wore a like boa scarf yeah. necklace. What are they called? Is boa. it just called a boa? Yeah. But whatever. They made me think of like, I had to wear one of those for like a dance recital one time. Like he wore that to the Grammys and I was like, good for him. Like he, he loves it. He's rocking it. I had a conversation about his outfits um, with my roommate and it's like his like the like plaid suit thing he wore not the most like awesome outfit on the carpet but it's what he's comfortable in and he's rocking it he's really rocking that like 70s aesthetic kind of lately and I mean that's good for him like he's comfortable he's wearing this stuff and then I mean like everything with the Met Gala and just um and not even just fashion, but his lights up music video where it's both men and women around him. And 
he's just breaking a lot of toxic masculinity in all the things he does. Yeah, he just is so authentic to himself and he just, like, he's unfazed too. I mean, maybe he, I can't say he's unfazed because I don't know his, like, what's in his heart and head, but like when people were crapping on him for the Vogue cover, I forget who it was because she's not important to me, but she, there was some girl that posted like, bring back manly men or something. Yeah. And she was all mad that Harry Styles was wearing a dress. And again, I was like, why does this affect you? Like, if you don't want to see him in a dress, like don't buy that issue of Vogue. Like, I don't understand the problem, but he like posted a picture of himself for another photo shoot. And he was like eating a banana and he he captioned it, bring back manly men. Mm -hmm. And even if like he was feeling hurt by those comments, which like he, you know, he's a human, like he probably didn't love hearing that, but he was sending this message of like, I'm going to continue doing what you don't like because you have no reason to be hating on me for this. Like, I'm going to show like I'm unfazed, even if on the inside, he was like hurt, which like he has every right to be hurt by that. But he was trying to show like, it doesn't matter what people say about you. Like you should just do whatever you want. And I just- I love that like our generations are so much more open to letting one, our kids just be whoever they want to be because I love, I just love seeing videos of like little boys wearing princess dresses at Disney and like everything like that. And it's just so like nice. Yeah. One of the, um, one of the first grade classes that I work with, there's, three girls and I want to say 10 boys in the class it's um an interesting ratio there and it's a group of boys that are known like they're all great kids but like sometimes they like to play rough and they're into like a lot of the stuff that boys are typically into which is again totally okay I'm not saying boys can't like trucks and cars and whatever else is you know stereotyped to them um but it was just such a surprise. I came in one day to teach their class and they all had painted nails because two of the girls had brought in nail polish and had like nail salon at recess and they were all like so into it. Um, and their teacher had had this really big conversation with them about like stereotypes and why you should just do whatever you want. And like, if you think it would be fun to play nail salon today, like play nail salon. And it's yeah. something, it's just something like so small that, when you look at it, it's like, no, this is actually like a big deal because in way too many places, like kids would not be allowed to do that. And when you teach them at a young age, like something so simple, like you can't paint your nails, it's, it's controlling them in a way that's like so cruel, but also just teaching them very young that they can't be who they are and that will like carry with them. And that's just wrong. Like just let kids do whatever they want. Like they want to wear a princess dress. Who cares? They want to have long hair. Who cares? Like why, why do we care so much? Like, I don't get it. Going back to like talking about kids getting, just like letting them be whoever they want to be. I feel like it's always been more acceptable for girls to be into boys things than it is boys to be into girls things. Cause it's like, think about it I was very tomboyish quote unquote as a kid like I was always the shows I watched were generally more of the boys shows like I loved Power Rangers like I liked the action stuff 
I wasn't really into princesses. I didn't get into the Disney princesses until probably like middle school, high school, to be honest. I remember this is going to sound so lame, but like I first heard this quote on like an episode of Glee, like season one in like the Madonna episode. I remember them specifically talking about how it's like it's girls can, you know, have short hair and like, quote, boy things. Mm hmm. Because it's fine to be a man, but if a man wants to be like a girl, they can't because it's degrading to be a girl. Yeah. So that's like why it's it's like you're seen as weaker as a girl. It's like it's toxic masculinity that's also like it's hurting men and it's hurting women because you're saying that like you're less than or you're weaker because yeah. you like things that are seen as feminine. And again, just so stupid, like just... <laughs> Do what you want, like what you like. It's not that serious. This is a perfect example of, you know, the Kardashians quote, Kim, there's literally people dying. That's what I want to say to so many of these people. I'm like, why do you care? Why is like, who hurt you? Like, just do whatever you want with your life. Stop being in this bubble of like, this is how things have to be. It's, it's like total egocentrism because it's like, oh, I'm a man, I don't want to wear nail polish. So that means that no men can wear nail polish. Like, why do you get to control what somebody else does? Exactly. Why do you you think you have a right to just be mean to people? Like, it's so idiotic. And I I love how, um, you know, there's always this backlash of like men wearing heels and men wearing pink when historically speaking, both pink and heels were for men at first. Yeah, like you go to other countries and it's their culture for like men to wear like a kilt or a skirt or anything. Mm-hmm. It like this is like an a more of like a Western culture phenomenon. Yeah. But I mean, heels were originally for men to show their display of power. Louis the 13th, 14th, one of those Louis. It's either the 13th or the 14th was like the first one to like really like have his portrait in heels because the heels and showing off his calves and stuff like represented him showing off his power to everyone else and heels quickly became a symbol of power for men and the color pink was also originally for men you know what I love about how you weren't sure which Louis it was and we just continued the conversation but yet if we say one thing about like did Louis Tomlinson sing that bridge or (laughs) what was that scene in Lemonade Mouth we're immediately fact checking (laughs) and we both were just like whatever whichever one it was who cares well I mean I know it was the 13th or the 14th just based (laughs) off of French history because the 13th was like when the French like really started gaining their power and everything and the 14th continued that so it was one of them yeah history is not my strong suit but I hear what you're saying like (laughs) it's it's so like the way things have gotten stuck to one gender identity is ridiculous just do what you want to do be a human being life is short I don't know the true history of pockets but I was watching a video it was a TikTok, but it was like this person talking about the history of pockets and how, I mean, pockets as we know them today were not how they originally were, but men were, 
but basically in the video it was like men in like the 1700s or whatever were complaining about like having to carry around their little like coin purse or whatever for money because I mean that's what it was and women had little like a tie-on thing that they'd put around their waist under the um like overskirt but the skirts had like little slits into them so they could reach their little pocket their pockets and men were like oh we should have those and like in our pants or whatever and so then as history like continued or whatever and like fashion continued men were starting to get pockets in their clothing and women continued to just like have the tie on thing and so then women were like well we want them in our clothes but then the big puffy dresses went away and they were like oh no you don't need them and that's why we don't have pockets that's so stupid we should just get pockets you know what is the worst to me when pants like have like fake pockets i'm like either have pockets or don't don't tease me like that i bought a pair of jean shorts the other day and i don't care too much because they they were like thrifted and they weren't that expensive but i go to put my phone in my back pocket and i dropped my phone on the floor because there was no back pocket and i was like where am i supposed to put my phone yeah i i love american eagle because their pockets one fantastic too they're usually very big like I can fit my hydro flask into my like the front pocket of some of my jeans you know I probably wouldn't want to walk around with my hydro flask in my pocket but I get what you're saying like like, sometimes you just need a pocket like it's like you're you have your hands full with groceries you just need something to put somewhere yeah Something I remember from when we were kids, like Disney Channel shows, different kid geared entertainment was the joke of like cross dressing, specifically like men wearing dresses. And we were conditioned to find that funny. And when I look back, I'm kind of like, is that the message that I want to send to like my students and like my future children? Um, I remember on The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody in one of the very early episodes, the joke is like Cody wears a dress and enters a beauty pageant. And it's it's funny because he's, you know, into typical boy stuff. And that's like kind of what's funny about it. But I'm also like, is that the message that we should be sending? Is that a boy wearing a dress is a joke and there's a laugh track to it? It's kind of like we're being conditioned to look at that and say this is something that we should be making fun of and you don't know any better as a kid like you're impressionable but it makes me think like those jokes it's time to like find something else to be you know laughing at yeah I they also did it on Sweet Life on Deck um Cody was putting on like a play or whatever and he was supposed to be Bailey so he was wearing a dress and a wig and everything but yeah they do it I just finished rewatching Big Time Rush a couple of weeks ago and they like each of the boys dresses up like either just in a dress or as a girl in quite a few episodes throughout the four seasons and it's like 
it doesn't really phase me obviously now because why would it but like I I mean I can't remember exactly what I would think when I was little but I don't necessarily remember thinking it was funny that they were wearing a dress I just thought it was funny that the situation they were in but it's still like if you're using the boys wearing a dress as the gag then that's the problem yeah and I I do think maybe like I think of some of my guy friends if they were to just like put on my prom dress if they were if the intention is like they were doing it as a joke or something just as mm-hmm. be like if I were to put on one of my dad's suits like it'd probably be kind of funny yeah but I, like to do something out of character like maybe that's funny but but now I'm wondering I'm like would I find that funny because of what I was fed as a child to be conditioned yeah. to think is funny or is that actually something that's like good quality humor you know yeah and I mean in at least in big time rush because I think they also did it in victorious a few times too I don't entirely remember um and in Zoe 101 I don't remember if they had the boys ever dress up as girls but I know they had one of the girls dress up as a boy um but in big time rush the mom in the episode in the series at least like almost every time she sees one of the boys dressed up is like okay Like, there's no, like, why are you dressed as a girl or anything like that? It's just, like, her accepting it and being like, okay, whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's a good example, too. Like, maybe they, it's almost, like, kind of progressive, but still, it's, like, that's the joke. Yeah, it's, like, I see what you're going for with the mom being okay, but it's also, like, you shouldn't even be using this as a gag to begin with. Yeah, so we're calling all children's entertainment to stop the joke of men wearing dresses, men wearing makeup, men getting their hair done, anything that is seen as feminine. It's not funny because you could be, even if like that for that personal character or whatever, it might be funny if you were like there in the situation and they were real people, but you could be sending the wrong message to you know, a young child that wanted to like wear a dress or makeup, but now they're going to think like, oh, that's wrong because there's a laugh track playing while this is happening. So, I mean, if you want to have the characters like do stuff like that, just think about what it's going to say to the audience. Yeah. What are you actually saying? Like, is is the joke literally that a boy is wearing a dress? Because if that's what it boils down to, like, that's not funny. Or is the, yeah, or is the joke like, oh, the boy needs to dress up as a girl to get into this event? Oh my gosh, that's like... Because that, that's what one that's of the... That's a classic, like... Ugh. That's, that's what one of the episodes of Big Time Rush, Logan was going to go to this, like, math event talk thing but it ended up being at an all-girls school and only girls were allowed in so he dressed up as a girl to go to it yeah it's like it again it makes sense in the situation but I'm sure as soon as like I haven't even seen the show and no hate to big time rush I know a lot of people love that show I love sweet life and I was just saying how that situation was problematic but I, I almost can like picture it in my head. Like he's like, oh, I have to go to this event. And he puts on like girls clothes. And then as soon as he like walks out of the dressing room, like was there a laugh track where the guy's yeah. like, 
oh my gosh, like, look at you, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. was it, even though it made sense in the situation, it's kind of like, what? It's like, what followed? Yeah, like, like is what, that- What followed the funny. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of sitcoms that were problematic in some ways, even if they weren't yeah. intentionally. And that could be a whole other episode. And I mean, it's also just, I mean, sitcoms being problematic is also just based off of like what was acceptable at the time. Exactly. Like there's things from like Sweet Life, other shows that we love. Yeah, like stuff that would not fly nowadays. There's always like every few months there's a BuzzFeed article about episodes that didn't age well. And it's almost always like the same like five shows, but there's always like one that you hadn't thought of. Um, Yeah. And that's true for, that's not just a now thing that happens, you know, every, you know, generation, there's things that the current generation looks at the previous one and they're like, "Mm, that's not okay. Yeah. You know, that's what being progressive is all about. But yeah, I hope, I don't know. I don't watch Disney Channel anymore, but I hope that they've gotten away from that kind of narrative. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really watch it either, but I know that um, Andy Mack did a lot of good stuff, supposedly. So in conclusion of basically everything we've been talking about this whole episode, we just want to say that we celebrate, accept, love every single person out there that is just being themselves and figuring it out and just doing what they want to do, whether you identify with the gender you were assigned at birth, or if you don't, whether you're non-binary, however you identify and however you express that identity, because as most people know, like gender identity is different from gender expression. You could be, you know, a cisgender, heterosexual male. That's how you identify. That's who you are. And you want to put a dress on, wear glitter, do whatever you want. We celebrate that. And we think the most beautiful thing you can be is yourself and be confident in being yourself. So we love you. And while Becca and I are both um, cis women who obviously identify as women, um, this conversation is still really important to have. And while we only really talked about Five Sauce and Harry Styles, there are obviously also other celebrities that break gender barriers all the time, like Jane Smith, Billy Porter's been doing it for years, Frank Ocean, Tom Holland. I mean, his lip sync challenge, I love that, but it's still really important. You don't obviously have to be a celebrity to do this. They're just role models for the younger generation and us. So if you ever wanna wear a dress, you wanna wear makeup, you wanna paint your nails, do it. Who cares what other people are gonna say? Just be yourself. So that's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. We are really happy with everybody that has been tuning in week to week. We actually have listeners from five different countries, which really surprised me because I don't like personally know anyone that lives in any of these countries besides the United States. So that means that people that aren't just feeling like they're obligated to listen to this because they're our friends or our moms um, are tuning in. And that just means the world to us that you're like tuning in and you like a lot of the same things that we do, I'm assuming. Um, 
or maybe you don't. I don't know. But thank you so much for listening. We have some listeners from the United Kingdom, Canada, New Zealand, Italy, and Germany. And that just makes my heart so happy that we're all over the world. So thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, if you're on Spotify, you can download it or like it. Um, And if you wouldn't mind sharing it, maybe you have a friend that might like it too. We always want to have new listeners and make sure you are following us on Twitter. Our account is girls talk boys talk is spelled T L K and you can get updates about our podcast and just see us share random things about things that we're into mostly pictures of Luke Hemmings, but we sometimes like other people too. Um, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You can also just tweet us to start a conversation, please. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you soon. <laughs>